I love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor and Gay Desert Guides, Brad Furr. Well, I'm not in the usual studio setting with glamorous lighting. It's uh, our 102nd I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. I'm going to blame the heat. Had a computer meltdown and I am on my iPhone. And uh, yeah, we just do what we got to do. It's yeah. 2021. We pivot. We just deal with what we got to deal with. So here we are. And we've got a really cool show and some really cool guests today on I Love Gay Palm Springs. We certainly do. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. We are Palm Springs, all about unity, celebrating the connection between our business owners and the community. Use hashtag we are Palm Springs to share how you're supporting local business. By our friends at Palm Springs Nissan, sponsor of the Gay Desert Guide All-Electric Nissan Leaf, Palm Springs Nissan and the Cathedral City Auto Mall, and by Desert Oasis Healthcare, who is helping out organizations in their 40th anniversary by donating $40,000. You can vote today at mydohc.com. Well, on the show today, we've got uh, quite a quite a great lineup. Uh, Julia Scott. Yes. Wow, she's, she's, I can't wait to talk to her. Julia Scotty, uh, you may have remembered from America's Got Talent. Uh, she was a stand-up com uh, comedian who transitioned. And uh, Julia is going to be joining us to talk about her film called Julia Scotty, Funny That Way, about an amazing journey. And uh, we also are going to be talking to Barry Dayton, who is with DOHC, Desert Oasis Healthcare. They're doing their 4440, and they're celebrating their 40th anniversary by donating uh, $40,000 to local charities. And Barry will tell us about that. We are also going to talk to uh, somebody Brad has been involved with for many, many years with the Gay Wine Weekends in mm -hmm. Sonoma. Gary Saperstein uh, out in the yeah. Yep. And Alyssa Lerner, who is a filmmaker, and she has a, a new short that's going to be a part of Palm Springs Short Fest. It's called Break In, and you're going to want to hear about this one. It's going to be screening next week as uh, Palm Springs Short Fest opens on the 22nd. Indeed. All that today on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Hot enough for you? Oh. <laughs> you and I have been out a couple times this week, um, really because the world opened up on the 15th and we felt uh, an obligation, plus we just have been inside so much, we felt 120 degrees, hey, we'll go out at 120 degree heat, so. No problem. Uh off we went to the uh, to Chill Bar as uh, Dave White and the Palm Springs Chamber of Commerce uh, got things underway for a little pride walk around. Just before that, I just missed it because, because I was up at the LGBT Community Center for a quick tour. Um, Deborah Pollock will be on the show next week. But uh, as I drove by Talkwitz, they had a little short one block uh, mini uh, village fest, and they had just finished the ribbon cutting, reopening uh, the village fest and reopening downtown Palm Springs. I know Rob Hampton was there and uh, Nona from the chamber and our new city manager. So uh, Dave Powell was there. He gave me the blow by blow. So I had a chance to, uh, to uh, hear all about that. But when it's 120 degrees, it's not a ribbon cutting. It's a ribbon melting. Oh, my God. And uh, uh, Christy, uh, uh, our, our mayor, Christy Holstich, had her her uh, son out there, son, daughter, son, child out there who was really melting in the heat. Thank God they got into the Wildwood Murray Library and could 
cool him slash her off. I forget if it's a boy or a girl. I should know this. What Christy had, oh, well, I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll get it right the next time I have to refer to uh, he or she as uh, Christy Holstedge's son or daughter. <laughs> offspring. We can go with that. We should have said offspring. Right. Just say baby. It's baby a baby. Arms. Babe in arms. Yes. That's well, what she's a new mom. Says. No babe in arms on our pools. It says that? No babe yeah. in arms? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It also says um, if you've had active diarrhea in the last. All righty, all righty. <laughs> I had to go there. By the way, uh, we did it with David White. We did a kind of a little bar crawl. Uh, yeah. And uh, I went over to uh, 501 and I ended up at uh, Street Bar and they brought back karaoke at Street Bar. Wow. And I got to see my downstairs neighbor, Ephraim, who I hear rehearsing all the time. He is a regular at uh, karaoke at Street Bar, and he's the guy who gets up and sings songs in Spanish and does awesome. Yes. An awesome, awesome yeah. job. So it was great to see people singing their hearts out, and they were sanitizing the microphone between, uh, between songs. But she's some really good singers. It was so much fun. So I'll tell you, on Wednesday night, Street Bar did a, another night, kind of their own version of their reopening. And uh, and I stopped by for a few minutes, uh, see David and the, the whole crew there, because you and I had just done our 100th podcast outside there. Um, and I, I got stopped. Uh, these guys said, Brad? And I'm like, yeah. And it was um, David Powell. But it's not the David Powell we know. There's a new David Powell in town. So David Powell Ooh. and his partner, Todd Smith, I want to give them a shout out today. They are relatively new to uh, the desert and uh, they were coming, I think they came in from San Francisco and uh, they were at uh, Street Bar and were gushing about how much they love the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. They were reciting lines that you and Shan had done before. They really knew. Out. <laughs> wow. Well, for anybody who uh, cares, if for a written transcript, get a pad and a pen and start writing. Because <laughs> I think it's transcribed on uh, Facebook uh, with if you you know have your your captioning there. Exactly. And uh, every time Brad Fur's name is said, it's a different spelling. But uh, wow. that's just auto auto close caption for your wow. convenience. Um, oh, I wanted to I mentioned this on Monday. We're going to be at uh, one eleven bar in uh, Cathedral City, uh, starting at four in the afternoon, and we're gonna do a tribute to uh, our friend, Mark Lee, who we lost this past year, and we're gonna remember him with cocktails and cake and songs and special guests. I know um, Ron Pass, great pianist, is gonna be there, and Tommy Dodson, I believe Keisha D is gonna stop by, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna have a little uh, fun time remembering our, our friend Mark Lee on Monday at uh, Bar 111. Monday is also the uh, the night that uh, does your business association goes back to in person mixers and we'll be at PS Homeboys. So we'll talk about that at the end of the show as we go through the whole lineup of what's happening this week. But now let's get underway with this week's edition of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Starting us out today on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast from Desert Oasis Healthcare, my good friend and the director of marketing, Barry Dayton. And Barry, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? 
Thank you, Brad. I'm doing great. Nice to see you guys. Again. Nice to see you as well. During Pride Month, uh, you know, there's a lot going on in our community, but uh, Desert Oasis Healthcare took it upon themselves to do a, a very good, broad, general campaign to help out 10 not-for-profits. I know there are a couple that are LGBTQ-focused, but there are a number of others that are also uh, in that fray of trying to get uh, a share of $40,000 in donations. How'd that idea come about? Well, we thought that there was no better way to mark our 40th anniversary, which is coming up on July 1st, than to give away some more money. Um, we give away much, far, far more than this every year to um, local nonprofits uh, that are benefiting uh, families and individuals in our service area. And uh, we decided to donate another 40000 to mark our 40th anniversary. The organizations that uh, that are included in the 40 for 40 uh, um, campaign are uh, Cathedral City Senior Center, Coachella Valley Volunteers in Medicine, uh, Find Food Bank, HARC, which is Health Assessment and Research for Communities, Mizell Center, Palm Springs Animal Shelter, Sanctuary Palm Springs, Senior Advocates of the Desert, Shelter from the Storm, and Yucca Valley Senior Center. Geographically diverse, as well as uh, diverse in terms of who you're, you're going to be helping out. So $40,000, you're inviting everybody to go to mydohc.com and then vote. So it's a, it's, a, it's a ranking order. You're basically kind of choosing your favorites. Everybody wins, right? Correct. Everybody wins at least $1,000. The top vote getter, um, will receive 12,000, second place 10,000, third place 7,000, fourth place is 5,000, and then the, the remainder of the uh, six other um, nonprofits will each get 1,000. That's great. So do we have any polling data as to who is uh, in the lead in this, in this contest? Well, if I, I'd have to kill you if I told you that. <laughs> oh, and you're not in that business. You're the opposite of that at Desert Oasis Healthcare. <laughs> Saving, not taking wives. Yeah, I guess I've been hanging around Brad too long. Oh, thanks, Barry. Uh, this is it's it's such a uh, it, it's such a great idea. And uh, 40 years in our community. How did Desert Oasis Healthcare get its start? Was it just a small doctors group? What was it? Yeah, we actually started from a single location uh, at the corner of uh, Vista Chino and Sunrise, right across from DAP Health, and um, that was a, a single clinic location that started as primary care of Palm Springs. Okay. And we have just continued to grow and grow. We are now one of the largest employers um, in the Valley. Um, we uh, have about 1,100 employees right now, and we serve about 60,000 wow. um, patient members. Wow. Those are pretty evenly divided between seniors who are on Medicare Advantage mm -hmm. and also the employees of employer groups who uh, get their, their uh, care from us through a health maintenance organization. Sure. Every time I see DOHC, I think of dual overhead cam. <laughs> I know. I think everybody does. And that's why, that's why our, uh, our YouTube channel address is DOHC channel. Wow. Um, 
because Josh. I think I think Jewel overhead Cam had already stolen that address. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you if you if you go to DOHC and you see a lot of car videos, you're on the wrong spot. You're on the wrong exactly. But the wrong. forty for forty is such a great idea. Happy anniversary! You don't look Thank a you. day over thirty nine. <laughs> and uh, the website again, so we can vote. It's my DOHC slash vote. Yeah, my mydohc.com slash vote. Yes, thank you. <laughs> don't, we don't want to forget that. Otherwise, we'll get dual overhead cam engine. That's voting. right. Yes. That's right. Voting for the hottest engine. Barry Dayton, thank you for joining us today on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Thanks, gentlemen. We now welcome somebody that we have anticipated talking to for quite a while because the movie about Julia Scotty's life funny that way uh, premiered on numerous platforms at the beginning of the month and your schedule has been jam-packed with uh, promotion and family and all those things that you do julia scotty is with us hello yay <laughs> i made it yay uh, yeah. you made it. <laughs> and this is a this is a little snippet of the the beginning of the film and this will explain to you this journey that this woman has been on in the great scheme of things, new planets being discovered, global warming and the like, I suppose my story doesn't amount to much. Just a baby born male. Who never felt quite right. Who marries several times. Sire's children. Happy birthday. Daddy! Whoa, what daddy. was that? What? The daddy. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Builds a career in show business. <laughs> and finally decides in his late 40s that something is terribly wrong. And throws it all away to change his gender and begin life again at 50. To the American Psychiatric Association's DSM-4, I am a mental illness. Because of what I am, I am an outsider. I straddle both the game's straight worlds floating somewhere in the middle and unable to be a part of either. I am all those things to them. To me, I am a survivor who was lost in the wilderness of politics and stereotypes and who now resounds with joy each day of her life. I celebrate every moment of my life and I treasure every ounce of femininity within me. I both bless and curse the day I became aware of who and what I was. Are we back? We will. We're back. Oh, wow, wow, wow. That was some clip. <laughs> <laughs> From Julia Scotty, funny that way. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I, I was comedy adjacent in my younger life. 
and and I was too scared to do comedy because it is such a it's such a uh, it's like a, a male testosterone fest and you know it's just a rough and tumble world you got into that and survived in it for so long and then became your <laughs> true self yeah I, I have a glutton for punishment that's what I am I it's I, just I like, love that I had a pretty good career before I, I was I, uh, you know I was, I was successful I wasn't well known and I got out with no intention of ever coming back I was transitioning at the time and I became a teacher, so I, I uh, you know, I taught for seven years, and uh, I became a stockbroker in 2008, and we all know what happened to the market in 2000. Oh yeah, timing, everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, so suffice to say, uh, I couldn't recover from the the depression, not mine, but the stock market's depression. And a friend of mine uh, asked me when I was coming back to comedy, and I, you know. I, I took her up on it, and the rest is rock and roll. You know, it's and and you're more famous now than you know. You know, you were a working comic. You were touring, doing the clubs, TV appearances, that kind of thing. But now, you, you're internationally famous. <laughs> that is the weird. I that's you know, you're the third person who said that to me in the last three days, and it's just like I'm like, no, what? No, I'm not. You know, it's a weird. <laughs> Okay, if you, I mean, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm, I'm more successful this time around than, than I was the first time. Let's, let's put it that way. Well, there are people all over the world that you don't know who know you. That is true. I hear from them periodically, and I'm always surprised. It happened with AGT um, after I did the first one. And about a month later, I started hearing from people in England and Australia and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize that the show aired down there, and uh, it did. And did, how did you get prodded into auditioning for America's Got Talent? They, I had a manager at the time named Kathy Caldwell, who's in the movie. You see her sitting with me on the couch with my son on the first, uh, that's her. And um, we got, they found me. They sent an email asking if I'd like to audition. And I and I, and I told her, I, you know, I really don't want to do a contest. I that's not my thing, man. She's like, are you out of your mind? Because they're practically offering it to you on a plate. You'd be insane not to do it. I am like, oh, it's from whining all the way out. We went to City College in Queens, all the way out in the car. I'm like, oh, I don't know So we get to the college and there's thousands of people there, you know, that are going to audition. And, you know, and, and I, I walk in like the Queen of England. Hello, hello, peasants. So I go and I do my 90 minute, my 90 second set. Uh, and the next thing I know, you know, a couple of months later, they asked me to be on. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, and in, in uh, Julia Scotty, funny that way, comedy is the is the thread that runs through right. your life. But it, it's just part of the story. It's it's just an amazing tale. And one of the things that just blows me away is the journey that you've you've made with your kids. Mm -hmm. It's been a rocky, rocky road. And, and and when I transitioned, they were young. My son was nine. My daughter was 12, and, and I did not expect them to understand it uh, when I told them. I fully expected them to uh, leave my life, you know, 
I, I understood that. I didn't know it was going to be that long, but I felt like they had to, you know, grow up and um, as they matured, you know, they might come around and come back, which is what happened. But it was 14 years uh, apart and it was horrific. I mean, every Christmas, every birthday, every, you know, I just sat and cried. And, uh, you know, we've heard that. Uh, we've heard that story. Ronnie Sandlow relates that same kind of story with her family. I think you're familiar with with her as a lesbian uh, who, you know, was down there during the Anita Bryant days in Florida. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, her husband divorced her and the kids were estranged from her for many years. So I, I think, unfortunately, that's been more of a, uh, a, a commonality in, in our world, in our LGBTQ world, than we'd like to know it. But I think, you know, the good news is in many cases, it does resolve itself. It may take a number of years. Yeah, I mean, you don't know that going in. You have to have faith. I, I always felt by coming out to them, even though they were young, I felt like I couldn't be a good parent and tell them to follow their heart if I didn't follow my own and live my own truth. You know, I would be a hypocrite if I said, well, you want to be such and such, you know, what if they, and I thought at the time, what if they turn out to be trans or gay? Uh, how am I going to react to that? You know, so I needed to, I needed to at least show them as an example, you need to live your honest, honest truth. You talk in the, in the uh, film about, uh, and briefly you touch on it, and I'd love to hear more about how you feel about being sort of straddled between trans uh, between straight and gay and in a in a trans community and a gay community is what community do you feel part of a community or do you just feel outside i i you know when i when i realized what i was and i began this journey and that and, and i wrote that piece pretty much at the beginning of it i thought oh this is going to be wonderful i finally found a home i finally found a family that you know we're all in this together and then I began to feel from the gay community, like, like you're not really a part of us. You know, your issue is not our issue. And um, the only reason you're, you know, the T is in there is because they had no other place to put you. And I've heard that from a lot of gay people. I mean, a lot of trans people over the years uh, that they felt the same way, that we were sort of, you know, on the outskirts. And you see it with people with, you know, uh, the, you know, I hate the term uh, turf, but you see the response to us by, you know, by those those women, and uh, it's sad in a way. So I don't really feel I'm 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 aligned with the LGBT movement, of course. You know, I, I support everything about it. Uh, I, you know, but I I am more aligned with the T portion of it, as you might think. It seems like that's becoming a more visible. Uh, just in the last few years, a more visible, uh, you know, community. And here in the desert, you know, we have the uh, uh, Transgender Health and Wellness Center. We have Transgender Day of Remembrance, Transgender Day of Visibility. We uh, two days. We gave it from two days. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad of that. I mean, I attend the, the Transgender Day of Remembrance every every year. And it, it gets, it's never a happy occasion, you know, it's just, but it, it's necessary. It's a necessary one. Uh, yeah. I mean, 21 years ago when I, you know, began my journey, there was nothing. There wasn't even an internet to speak of, you know, it was just in its infancy. So I was out there, you know, floating alone. I, I really had no place to turn. 
uh, and and it was scary. And it, it's I'm grateful that there's a lot more resources now. There there is. Um, I, I think that 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 we are really LGBTQ communities, right? In plural. And, but we all need to come together under the umbrella of helping and supporting each other. And certainly gay men have had the best, uh, have had the, you know, the, the best time of it in the most recent years in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, gay men can typically hide better than, uh, than someone in the transgender community can hide their identity. And so we've, we've escaped unscathed in some ways. I, I don't want to make that a blanket statement, but but certainly we've had some privilege um, that we've been able to enjoy. And, and, and my thought is that um, helping those who come after us, like the transgender community, as it gets its footing, um, is something that we're really obligated to do. And I talk about that in my act, about how it would have been so much easy, easier for me to have just been gay. Yeah. I could have done gay standing on my head, you know, and, and you know, but you're, you know, you can stay in the closet if you want your whole life. It's not a good way to live, but you can do it. Can't do that if you're trans. You have to come out. I just had my son and I just had this conversation last week about we've never really established what to call me. Mm. <laughs> you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna call me. And it's funny. I'll give you a, a. We went to a Phillies game this past Sunday, and I guess it was Cap Day. Right? They were giving out caps for Father's Day, Phillies caps. Right? So we walk in, his wife and me, and they give him a cap for Father's Day, and I just look at it, and I was like, don't think the irony of this hasn't escaped me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we finally decided on what to call me, and we, we, we came up with uh, the word pho, pho, which I found out is a Vietnamese soup, what? Which, yeah. which is fine. It's fine. I don't care, but we finally come up, came up with a, a name for me, so. Well... I highly recommend the film and throughout all of the adversity, throughout all of the, uh, you know, the drama, there's always been laughter. And mm -hmm. if there's any lesson to learn, it's just laugh. It's there's, I have on my wall, you can't see it, but there's a quote from Charlie Chaplin and it, I'm looking at it and it says to truly laugh, you must be able to take your pain and play with it. Oh. And I kind of like to think that's what I did with my pain uh, and it's not an easy thing to do, but you know what, you feel a lot better. Yeah, seems a lot healthier. And I, and we wish you good health. And Thank we wish you. you. Great success and lots of love. Thank you so much. And I hope to see you all in person one day. Come to Palm I can't Springs. wait, come to Palm Springs. We've created it for you. I, uh, <laughs> so we, I have friends out there uh, who lives out there and uh, yeah, he, he tells me, you're up in the 120s. That's yeah. It's a dry yeah. heat. It's a dry it's heat. A dry yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You. So you basically like it's an air fryer where you live. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. People have said blow dryer, but now air fryer. Air like fryer. Yes. We'll steal okay. that. Alrighty. Well, I hope. Thank you. Thank you all for. Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm glad we finally hooked up, and uh, you know, glad you enjoyed the movie. We did. Thanks, Fah. Thanks, all right. Bye. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Coming up on next week's I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, we're going to have uh, the LGBT Community Center of the Desert represented with uh, Deborah Pollock. Nicholas Snow will join us. He's got a new season of his uh, 
great videos coming up. Jimmy Bogle from the Coachella Valley Independent will also be in. And Charles Drabkin is going to give us a look at what's happening in the restaurant and food scene. And speaking of which, the guy who knows uh, the restaurant food and wine scene in Northern California is joining us today. His name is Gary Saperstein, and uh, we are going from singular weekend to plural gay wine weekends. Yes. Gary, I'm ready. I have my wine. Perfect. Ooh, what, what is it? What is it? Shaw? <laughs> it's four buck chuck. Oh my God! They've repacked. This might be three bucks. There's, no, there's no longer no no more two buck chuck. It's not four buck chuck. I, okay, yeah, it's gone up market. That's the, yeah. <laughs> inflation. <laughs> so Gary, this you may know this because you're the you're you're the wine expert. My understanding is that um, years ago, when they were bottling two buck chuck, some of that stuff was actually pretty good, and people would go into the store, get a bottle, take it out in the car, and try it. And if it was really if it was the good stuff, they'd go buy a case. Is that really true, or is that folklore? Ooh, you know, I would totally believe that that happened. I would totally believe that that happened. Because we all know Trader Joe's will take everything. Trader Joe's will take any return. So I believe if they, I believe people went out to their car if they liked it, they kept it. If they didn't, they would go back in. I think if they liked it, they bought the whole case because it was. I know there were some cases like crazy of two buck chuck. I know, I know. Well, you've got better stuff in your uh, vine in your in your wine cellar. And, and you have access to every wine cellar in Sonoma County, basically, because uh, they love you for the great work you do putting together gay wine weekends and other events. Um, you've been uh, very active in the LGBTQ community, fundraising up there, et cetera. So give us just uh, for those of us in SoCal and in uh, the uh, Palm Springs area, tell us about what the summer gay wine weekends are all about this year. Well, you know, um, like as you said before, you know, I decided in lieu of one big weekend this year to take it to, to as we as we ease back into things, I thought I'm going to ease back into things also. So I decided, you know what, let's just do a series of smaller gatherings. And, um, and I'm really excited about them because it's sort of fun to just have this whole summer plan with seven different, you know, events in different locations with different kind of themes to them, different wines, um, to pair them with, with in in different settings. And so um, that's how sort of Gay Wine Weekends, you know, came to, came to be. And I'm really getting excited because our first event is uh, this Saturday night. And this one takes place in San Francisco. It's the first time I'm bringing out in the vineyard to San Francisco. And so I'm really excited about it. It's a sold out event at this great, beautiful um, private um, LGBTQ plus club called the Academy wow. um, in the Castro. And uh, it's, we have eight LGBT vintners pouring wine, great food being served. And it's gonna be a really great evening, I think with a lot of hugging and a lot of cheering. I can well imagine. <laughs> We've put um, the entire series on GayDeserguide.com. We've listed the entire series for the summer. So oh, thank people you. can go to the event listing and then check out all the, the, the weekends. But this really goes up, I think, until August. Is that correct? 
the last one's September 11th, actually, and it's back. It's back in San Francisco. So we begin in San Francisco and end the summer season in San Francisco, and then the rest are up here in Sonoma. And uh, we may we may throw something in at the end of October. Also, okay. we're working on something for October. <laughs> so Gay Wine Weekends are back. Yes, uh, this weekend is sold out. So if if people are going to the the supermarket right now, could you name a, a gem that they might find on the shelves for this weekend? Because we're going to be indoors. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we're going to need some company. Rose and uh, might be well, I, I definitely think that, you know, what I recommend, I mean, especially when we're talking this kind of heat, you want something refreshing, you want it light. I mean, there are so many great rosés out there right now. Um, <clears throat> and Sauvignon Blanc. I think the three wines that I love to drink in this kind of weather rose, Sauvignon Blanc, and Viognier's. Because they're typically light, they're more fruit forward, they're, they can be the dry finish still, but, you know, they are also refreshing. So, and All a little right. fruity. You know, we love, it, we love it when it's a little fruity. <laughs> <laughs> we love it a lot fruity. We do. Speaking of which, last week on the show, we had Dylan Smith. Do you remember Dylan who led of some? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and so Dylan is uh, in Palm Springs, and he is part of the public art project, painting the, the benches. The, uh, the I've seen the his work, and it's fabulous. Isn't it great? Yeah, it's really great. It's fun. So I met Dylan a few years ago as he was leading one of the Gay Wine Weekend tours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're actually experiencing some warm weather up there yourselves in, in Sonoma. We're going through a little heat wave. It's going to be like 103 today. Oh. I know. We don't like that at all. But it should be a beautiful weekend in the city, and I'm really excited about that for my event. Um, the weather should be perfect because it's mostly outdoors, and oh. so the weather should be really beautiful in San Francisco over the weekend. So I'm really excited about that. Not happy for us up here, even though right now, you know, it's just, you know, right now, um, you know, the, the vines are just growing. And so, you know, those, those grapes are going to soak up the sun. That's for sure. Gary, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Uh, again, all the events can be found at uh, outatthevineyard.com, if I'm not yeah. mistaken and also on the events page of gaydesertguide.com. And we can't wait to get back up. I'm going to try to get up this year, but for sure, I'm hoping that we can do the huge uh, tea dance under the stars next year. You know, next year it's going to be big. Even though we are, you know, next July 17th, we do go to Chateau St. Jean, and we there will be there will be dancing. There will be dancing. It's going to be a little bit different this year, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Excellent. Gary, thank you so much for joining us on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Thank you, guys. Cheers, darling. Palm Springs. Cheers. Well, the Palm Springs International Film Festival is having their short fest. It starts uh, next week. And on Thursday, the film Break-In is uh, premiering. And Alyssa Lerner, who is the director, producer, writer, and chief cook and bottle washer, has joined us today on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And where are you today? Today I'm in Los Angeles, California. I can tell by the gas heater in the yeah. wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've lived in that apartment. I know. Hey, and it Alyssa, doesn't first, work. first off, congratulations on Thank surviving you. in LA. 
just oh yeah <laughs> just the fact that you're surviving in la means that you are a woman of great accomplishment um you studied writing at usc your your new movie is called break in yeah. yes yeah and uh we'll get to that in a second but i i wanted to ask you is what did what have you learned as a filmmaker that they didn't teach you in film school oh man well I went to film school for writing, so they didn't really teach me anything about how to be a filmmaker. <laughs> they just taught me how to um, write stories. But I think like the main thing I learned out on the job or whatever is that you can't steer a splintering ship. So, and I think what that means to me is like, if you make the wrong call, this entire crew is going to turn towards that call and start moving that way. Yeah. And you can't just be like, never mind. No, everybody go this way. And everyone will just, it'll be like chaos. So I think you just have to roll with your mistakes and then like slowly come back to the right side with your corrections. <laughs> if that makes any sense, that's kind of words to sort of live by. I don't know. <laughs> Well, yeah, you have to. You, it, it is kind of like herding cats, and yeah. and you've got to you've got to have this. You have to have this like hand on the rudder the whole time. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, you know, my hats off to you to you know to to direct is just mm -hmm. huge. It's you know, what do directors even do? All they do is hire people who know better than them. There you go. <laughs> and, <laughs> and get a lot of talented people in one room and say, "Hey, do what you're good at," and then they and then they do. So, but thank you. That, that's very kind. Your style as a director is it is it kind of laid back? Um, I think the main thing I like to think about when directing is that like everybody has their own life to go home to, and that this is this film isn't going to be imp as important to anyone as it is to me. So, just trying to like be efficient, let everybody leave at a good hour and just like get the best film that we can in like the most fun way that we can. I think like, I'm not, I, I'm very like story focused. So like, cause I come from a writing background. So it's like whatever way we can make this story happen is, is pretty good to me. I guess I'm, I guess that means I'm laid back. <laughs> As a writer, everything on the page is really <laughs> important. You wrote it. Can you be open to improv and people sort of changing the words and? Oh yeah, you know, the best part, it's one of my favorite parts is working with actors because they really internalize the script and say like, this doesn't make sense in my mouth or like, what if we did this or what if we did that? I feel like making a film is really like three stages of writing. Like you write the script and then you rewrite the script when you're on set and then you rewrite the script when you're editing it. So it's always like in flux. And some of my favorite lines in break in were improvised by the actors. And I'm just like, do it again louder, like make up. So yeah, collaboration, everybody, everybody puts a piece of themselves in. So Alyssa's film is called break in. Give us the uh, fortune cookie log line elevator pitch. It's, it's sure. a great concept. Yeah. So break-ins about a young woman who writes erotic fiction about her crush. And then on one night, she accidentally texts an excerpt of it to said crush um, and has to break into her apartment to hopefully delete the text before she sees it. <laughs> so... <laughs>
Now, how yeah. is this short? So how long is the short? It's about 16 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to be out here in Palm Springs? Are you going to be out here on the 17th? Yeah, I'm going out there on, on Monday, actually. It's, it's I take that. Not, it's, Today is the 17th. Today is the 17th, yeah. 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 It's screening on the 22nd. Yeah, 22nd. There we go. There we go. Well, good. We look forward to having you out here. Um, it's so nice that we will be able to do Short Fest in person this year. So. I'm, I'm thrilled. It's, I haven't, my favorite thing about making comedy is hearing people laugh, and I haven't been able to hear anybody laugh in person, so it's going to really, like, blow my head yeah, up. That must, be, that must be thrilling to, you know, to be in the audience and hear people laughing where you planned on them laughing, but you're going to hear them laugh where you didn't plan. <laughs> and yeah, that's fun, that's, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always nice to see hear what people kind of get out of it. I, I always was um, impressed by drama drama filmmakers because I'm like, wow, you really have to feel the emotion of the audience and like the silence and the tears where I'm like, if I'm not hearing laughs, this film isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more question for you just because I'm a total TCM addict and, and classic film buff. Is there a director in classic film that has been an inspiration to you? Oh man, you know, the the weird thing is that I, I didn't grow up watching a lot of TV and movies because I was a ballerina and my- Me too. Was like, oh my God. Really? No, no. no. Really? Oh no. <laughs> I was so excited. I was so excited, uh, but yeah. I, I never, you know, it felt like a real um, hindrance when I first started out because I was like, I don't know any references, I don't know any filmmakers. So a lot, most of my like people I model my style after are like very current. Um, so unfortunately, I really do need to look back and watch more. All right, who, who, who that's current is an inspiration to you? Maybe I'll find about. Uh, find their films. Yeah, <laughs> I really love um, Nisha Ganatra, um, who recently did The High Note um, last year, and and her first film is a called Chutney Popcorn. It's like a queer, fit like one of the first like happy queer movies where no one dies in. Uh, in yay! Movie. I love that. Yeah, I yeah I love that, and I also love Susanna Fogel, who did. Um, the Spy Who Dumped Me a few years ago, which is just like a fun comedy spy movie. Just anything with like comedy and like another genre, things I love, so. It is such a pleasure to have you on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast today. Alyssa Lerner, we are so looking forward to having you in the uh, the heat of Palm Springs. You will be out here next week for Short Fest. Uh, Short Fest runs for basically a week. Uh, I think it starts on the 22nd. Um, and your film is, what day is your film uh, premiering? Mine is on the in the opening night program on the 22nd at 7.30. Beautiful. And we good. hope that your film makes it to the best of the fest on the 28th because the uh you know the award winners are all going to be shown on the 28th and i i have a feeling you're going to be uh shown on the 28th with break-in that's so nice well i hope i meet you guys in person yay thanks Alyssa. <laughs> all right thanks guys Alyssa's awesome, and it was so nice of her to fill in at the last minute because we had a, another filmmaker who was uh, going to be on the show, and um, Alyssa really stepped it up. 
from her fabulous pied-à-terre in Los Angeles. All right, this week in I Love Gay Palm Springs is the newsletter you get when you go to gaydesertguide.com and become an Oasis Insider. We'll tell you how to do that coming up, but what's in the I Love Gay Palm Springs this week? What's in the uh, newsletter? Well, we were just talking about Short Fest, and you know, it's in person this year, as we mentioned, starting June 22nd. It's great that Alyssa's film, a lesbian film, is actually an opening night. So I'm really uh, pleased about that from a diversity standpoint. Passes, general tickets on sale now at the Short Fest website. A lot of great uh, uh, movies, shorts that are coming up. And there is a best LGBT plus short category, uh, bruised fruit tastes sweeter. Bruised fruit tastes sweeter is one name of a movie. Her Dance, uh, Our Bed is Green, Water, all these films. So you'll have to find out all about them. And we've got the full events calendar at Gay Desert Guide. Now, movie-wise also, the Palm Springs Cultural Center is doing Cinema Under the Stars. Uh, Friday night, Back to the Future Part 3. Oh my God, there was a Part 3. And then uh, uh, Saturday, June 19th, a week from this Saturday, uh, I'm sorry, this, this Saturday, June 19th, remember the Best Picture Oscar winner, Moonlight? Sure. That was a wonderful film. So that's going to be uh, happening this weekend. You know, if you'd like to do something inside and beat the heat, uh, the Fun and Games Department at Gay Desert Guide teams up with the Men event. There's an LGBTQ history through the voices of those who lived it. And that's happening on Sunday via Zoom. Also on Sunday, Marilyn is back, like it or not. Uh, Seward Johnson's a uh, uh, great statue has been uh, re-erected on Museum Way, and uh, 7 p.m. on Sunday night is going to be the grand christening of the Maryland st statue and having it back among us here in Palm Springs. Will the yeah. angry villagers be there to <laughs> protest? There actually, there's a counter protest that will be happening you know, that we've noted on the on the site as well. Uh, remembering the Golden Girls. So remember uh, last month when Stan Zimmerman came to town, uh, Alexander Rodriguez hosted this. We sold it out at Oscars and we are on our way to another sellout. So if you want to see this great remembrance of what happened, you know, going into season one of the Golden Girls and a lot of the back history of what's going on, um, you can do so at Oscars on Thursday, June the 24th, 7 p.m. Stan Zimmerman. And we've got some great giveaways. Um, Trevor Wayne at Trevor Wayne Pop Art has provided us with some signed uh, pictures. We've got some coffee mugs with his version of the Golden Girls and these great puzzles too. So uh, please be sure and uh, head over to oscars.com and uh, you can get your tickets for that or see it on gaydesertguide.com. And Alexander Rodriguez is going to be the host and Alexander did a such a terrific job of keeping the audience engaged and, yep. and Stan, Stan's stories. It really, it was just a fun, and he curated video clips of that show. I we had a lot of laughs. Yeah, it really is fun, and I hope you'll join us. So uh, Juneteenth was just uh, uh, passed as a national holiday. We're hoping that President Biden signs that into law in time for this Saturday, June 19th. But there are a number of events going on. Uh, journalist Gail Christian and cultural act uh, activist Alex, uh, Alexis DeVoe uh, is uh, doing a, an event at 10 a.m. on Saturday, June 19th. And Brothers of the Desert 
is doing a Brothers Got Talent event tonight, Friday, June 18th, 7 to 8 p.m., with a watch party at Boucher, of all places. There, uh, there is some serious talent in Brothers of the Desert. We've got no doubt. playwrights and artists and poets and actors and singers and, yes, yeah, so a lot of uh, talent. So we talk about, you know, in-person things coming back to life uh, and Cathedral City getting in on the action with their open house tour of Cathedral City LGBTQ bars. We are a proud sponsor of that event with the Cathedral City Gay Business Association. It starts out on Monday, June 21st at 111 Bar, and then it continues at the Barracks, Trunks, Runway, Amp, and uh, wraps up Saturday the 26th with simultaneous specials at all participating bars. A Cat City cocktail for $6. A dollar goes back to the uh, Business Association, helping bring tourism to Cathedral City and providing great entertainment to our community. We mentioned the DBA Mixer coming back Monday at uh, PS Homeboys. Desert Rose Playhouse is back in action on Wednesday, June 23rd. Yay! And so much more. And you can find out everything when you read the blog on I love uh, on gaydesertguide.com and get my newsletter. Well, I can't wait to see the Desert Rose Playhouse. Oh, me too. I, we got a tour of the space a couple weeks ago. And while it was in progress, it looks great. That's a fantastic space where Zelda's nightclub used to be in the Sun Plaza. Uh, we'd like to welcome a new partner. You know, a couple weeks ago, I had to rent a car. The, uh, the Nissan Leaf from Palm Springs Nissan was in for some uh, uh, re-wrapping of the, right when I got rear-ended. Um, and we, I went to a rental car company that I've driven past a number of times on South Palm Canyon. It's called Aztec Rent-A-Car. It's uh, in the same place where, um, uh, Bar Cecil is. It's in that same plaza where Steinmart used to be. Oh, and, right. Okay. And, and I didn't, they are the only locally owned rent a car and rent a truck company. And Lou, who runs it, has been doing it for 20 some years. He had been a member of the Desert Business Association a long time ago. So he's now a new member of DBA. And I'm going to encourage uh, people listening here today if you have to rent a car, do it local. We want to do, a, you know, we are Palm Springs, shop local. And here's one way you can do it. You wouldn't think about it, but they had a great new fleet of cars and, uh, they're really a nice locally owned business. So we're really excited about that. Finally, uh, Chill Bar is our hot deal of the week. And you can check out hot deals on gaydesertguide.com. And that's a look at this week and weekend in I Love Gay Palm Springs. Well, we have to thank all of our guests for being so patient because we went through all of these technical problems that were mainly on my end with the computer. And people were so patient and hanging in there and waiting and trying this and trying that. So thank you to all of our guests. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Brad Burr. I will see you out and about with uh, something cool yeah. in my hand. Indeed. Thank you, John Taylor. We'll see you next week. For info on this week's topics, go to GayDesertGuide.com and join the Oasis Insiders Club. Each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide This Week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor and Brad Furr. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts.